In mid-19th century New York, a young man seeks revenge against the nativist who took his father's life. A musician attempts survival in the ruins of Warsaw in the early 1940s. A hobbit and his allies continue their journey through Middle-earth to dispose of the One Ring. Three women in three different times and places deal with the various effects of depression. And two merry murderesses sing for their fame and freedom in 1920s Cook County. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 2002. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... second episode of the Oscar should have gone to uh we'd like yeah we'd like to thank all seven people that tuned in for the first one we're hoping to uh at least prop this up to double digits this time i'm here with my uh co-host megan murphy hey meg how you doing hi i'm good my voice is a little bit shot that's good for our listeners yeah i figured today is a good good time to uh record a podcast but the good news is the clippers won yesterday so it's always good news when the clippers win Mm -hmm. you know Buzzer beater. 35 to 40 times a year. <laughs> They're not great this year. They're not great. So we're going to take them where we can get them. Mm-hmm. We're going to take them where we can get them. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's been just a real uh, quiet week here. How are you doing, Craig? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. You know, just trying to see the movies for this Oscar I season. Say, yeah. Are you trying to – and you plowed through – 2002. I did. I rewatched the all the 2002, 2002 movies. is definitely... These movies are really long! <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of the year, was um, we're going to see how long these movies how... can be. Which is the longest one? Uh, the, two okay. Towers. Two Towers. Is the longest. God! But there's three of the five... I'll tell you, the, some of them Three of the five longer. more than two and a half hours. Is, two and a half or over. That That is a real problem that I have with movies in general. Like... A movie does not, it, it has to be. A hundred minutes. That's all you need. It's literally, it should barely be longer than a television show. Yeah. Unless it's Titanic. And then it can be as long as it wants to be. Right. Which we covered extensively last episode. Right, 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 right. Um, well, let's uh, jump into it and get our guest in here. Um, he's a he's a friend. He's a terrific actor, writer. He uh, recently directed a short film that he also wrote. It'll be coming out soon. So, uh Joe Gillette is with us for this episode. What an intro. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you guys might know Joe from from Silicon Valley, or we were just talking about a Southwest commercial that aired for three and a half weeks. That's right. He caught that Southwest commercial. Uh, Good for you. That's great work. Thank you so much. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, Should we jump into it? Yeah. Yeah. Should we get started? Oh, let me get... I think you have to... Oh, is the pup one? Yeah, my dog's being... For the listener, I have a dog and she doesn't like being left alone. All right, you little Preferred fucking, dog inside, you little asshole. Oh, come on in, Scout. Scout. You little codependent piece of oh shit. Oh, goodness. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. so um, kind of like we did last time, uh, we'll kind of start with the nominees going through to the winner, um, and then we'll talk about uh, if there were any other movies from the year. Yeah. Uh, each of us had the option of bringing in one more that maybe we'd like to talk about. Um, and I'll set a timer so uh, we don't Ugh, go you know, too crazy long. Good lord. Um, so, Such a killjoy. Guys, I was thinking... I want to talk more about Titanic. I think maybe we should talk... About the blood stain on the blade. Let's start with Gangs of New York. Okay. I like that. I like that you picked it. Do you want to, since you you clearly want to talk about it, why don't you go first? All right. Well, so my, my probably my two most important things, I'm going to start. It's too long. The, well, m- the most important thing about the Gangs of New York is the first 15 minutes of the movie is maybe the dopest first 15 minutes in cinema history. It's really good. Yeah. But kind of weird. Like the, that... That battle is like shot very like I remember originally seeing it and thinking it was strange, and now I go back and probably watch it once a year, and I love it. I love the whole opening with with Liam Neeson shaving and Mm -hmm. getting his face cut, Mm -hmm. and them walking through that crazy tenement. And they're playing the the Irish the Irish music, yeah, music of my people. Yeah, John C. Riley has got his giant cross with him or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then P.S. That this is what I meant to say. 2000, sorry to interrupt. 2002 is the year of the long movies, but it's also the year of John C. motherfucking Rye. He's in yeah. three of these movies that we're going to talk about. Yes. Of the nominated movies. Right. And won his Oscar this year, too. Did, he wait, did not no, win. He did not win? He did not. He was nominated mm. for Chicago, but he did my, not win. My my bad. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. It's okay. Um, I would say Gangs of New York, the first 15 minutes is great. Obviously, Daniel Day-Lewis is... A towering inferno of acting talent. He's good. Um, good. I tell you what, I don't even think she's bad in it, but I don't need any of the Cameron Diaz story. No. No, but I don't think she's bad. No, she's not bad in it. It's just I don't think I don't think the love story does anything for the story. No. Yeah, it doesn't. It's really just someone him for him to throw knives at later and for us to be like, <laughs> but I like that part. That yeah, is yeah. Like, I mean, that, yeah, there's a little danger. Yeah, yeah, if we need her for that one scene, then yeah. it's then it's worth it to me. Yeah, because that scene is so freaking good, and that scene's amazing. And then the best scene, well, the best scene in the movie is probably the one that they I've seen in so many acting classes or where he's like wrapped in the american flag flag and does the whole thing which and i'm gonna tell you you see that so many times and you think like yeah we get it 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 does not disappoint no we i was just i mean i watch that i'll like youtube that just to feel something (laughs) i cut myself sometimes that's how i feel stuff yeah it's just and then the blood stays on the blade so that what's so amazing what's so amazing to be about day lewis (laughs) is um Daniel Day? We talked to Daniel Day? Day? Okay. Is that, in, in that scene and in the scene, um, the rabbit scene um, with John C. Riley, um, the camera just lingers on him. Like, it's like they know that to cut away from him would be such a mistake mm-hmm. because he's going to do a reading of it in such a way where it's like, you don't know where the emphasis is going to yeah. lie. You don't know what he's going to do this time around. Yeah. So you, I would imagine that they just have like take after take of just pure genius. And the, 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 the flag scene, it's like Leo's just a, a listener. He's a captive audience. And he really only makes him talk like that one time. Right. Where he's like, what is your mouth full of, you know, 
what does he say? It's the weird. Exactly. Yeah. Something juice. <laughs> he says. <laughs> what is your? He's wait, like, are you positive what? that he says? What is your mouth full of juice? <laughs> he says something juice. It's like gunny juice or. Oh, he, like wait! That. I think it is gunny juice. Oh. He's, like, he's like, what is your mouth full of gunny juice? I asked you a question. What's gunny? Which juice? I think is supposed to be like. I think it's like, like. Like a woman's yeah, vaginal secretions. Oh, like ew. The, yeah, that's the imbibe I would. Give yeah, it cervical too. mucus. Oh, <laughs> I that yeah. is a phrase I'd be really. I never need to hear again. Yeah, that's then, tough. Yeah. God, that's such a good one. I want to research that. This yeah. is a movie that made me. This was one. There's this, there were several movies I watched that made me want to do research into yeah. things that's and fine. time periods. Yeah. and that's what I love about this movie. Is it like it made it like. It made me pick up a book. Yeah. And also, um, it's also just so entertaining. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a it's an amazing thing. There's not a boring there's not a boring part of it for me. No. Yeah, it does I think it falls apart a bit in the third act. I think when they try and get in When there's what, a riot? All the riots I think are super interesting historically. Yeah. I but love like that. in terms of like trying to keep a focus on like this Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day Lewis like story and then throwing the riots on top of it. I oh, feel like see, it gets a little jumbled. Here. I love mm. that. I think, and I think honestly that that is a true testament to Martin Scorse. I think you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Martin Scorse. Martin Scorse. Martin Scorse. Yes. Martin. Yes. Sorry. Apologies to Martin. Um, that he can kind of balance those two and, and, weave those two stories together mm. so so much so that i don't think either side loses it yeah. i think they inform the other the the violence in this movie is so rad the other thing i like about this movie is that i feel like with the exception of the most important deaths in the movie with liam neeson and daniel day lewis like no other death is like precious in any way it's just like all of a sudden like John C. Riley's dead. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like he's just dead, and then like Brendan Gleeson's like, "Come on up," and then he's just dead. He's just dead. Brendan Gleeson, I love Brendan Gleeson. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, that's a so that's just tough. such a big strong guy, and to see him go down like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, you know who else gets uh, killed off pretty indiscriminately? And this actually brings me to a new segment that uh, uh, I'll bring back. You have from not last discussed week. this with me. Which no, uh, it's. It's hey, that's a guy from the wire. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> the nerdiest. I do not endorse that. That is the nerdiest. Jimmy, Jimmy spoils in this movie, who's like the one like black lead character, is played by Larry Gilliard, who plays D'Angelo Barksdale oh, on oh, the yeah. wire. And I bring this up because oh, yeah. last week I didn't talk about it at all, but Wood Harris, who plays Avon Barksdale, is in as good as it gets. He plays a busboy that Melvin Udall gives money to to find out where Helen Hunt lives. Wow, I gotta be real with you. I'm <laughs> so, sure all seven of our listeners are wrapped with attention. Listen, right now. they're so, jumping on IMDb right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, do you know that I haven't seen the first season of The so. Wire? I do know because I let you guys borrow it for like a year and a half. You've never watched I still it. Didn't and you guys do it. it back, so. It's so good, but I it's still that have thing. your copy of Mud. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you own a lot of DVDs. It's such a... <laughs> I've got a friend who's had my copy of Clueless that I brought to her 90s themed birthday party so she could play for like three and a half years now. Oh, you gotta now. get that back. Yeah. You gotta get that back. Yeah. That's one. I think I just no bought another copy of that one. Yeah, it's how, how expensive? How expensive are movies now anyway? No, not, no, not too not bad. Expensive. Um, I also thought, you know what uh, was sobering was watching uh, Gangs of New York now and being like, 
oh, nativists versus immigrants? Yes. Great that this doesn't apply to us right now. Oh my god, <laughs> I thought that too. I really it had... never ends. Yeah. yeah, it's really very... The Irish getting off the boats and then that they ch- are chucking rocks at mm-hmm. them. Uh-huh. First of all, those are my people. And second of all, um, it felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel I good. Mean, I'm so su- I'm almost he surprised. Will not be named. Yeah. Just did a speech about Voldemort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. literally about like border control, sanctuary, anti-sanctuary city, like so such so, so anti-immigration. Yeah, and they show you know in the movie like these guys getting off the boat and immediately like being like put into like union yeah. uniforms and that's basically like if you look at a lot of our military it's like the poor and the yeah like people, people that, that can't afford any, to do anything else so they have to go into the military to have any sort of life for themselves mm-hmm. and then right now they're fighting for a guy who doesn't even think they should be here yeah. but that's not a fun thing to talk about in terms of movies but. hey you know what else i liked about this movie leonardo DiCaprio was in it yeah he's in another movie that i like a lot <laughs> called titanic oh titanic, titanic. titanic. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. back in yeah. theaters right now it is. i know remastered yeah. only 3d right which i'm not interested in that. no i will not see it in 3d but i will see the shit out of yeah. it in 2d yeah i watch that movie once a year you have to it's like a it's a... i know us i know a human man who's never seen it <gasps> yeah my friend alec Oh my god. Alex has never seen the we, movie. Give we me his ta- number right now. We were talking about, I don't know if you guys have ever had these discussions, we were at dinner one night, a group of friends, and we went around the table and said, what's a movie that like, you're a little bit embarrassed that you have, yeah, you, yeah, 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 that you, you haven't know? seen. And like, doesn't have to be like, oh, The Godfather, whatever. Right. Maybe think about one that you're like, pop culturally, everyone saw this movie but you. And he said Titanic, and I think that's the best example I could possibly think That is, think of. who's not seen that? I know. He was like, I, I, hadn't see, seen I hadn't seen it until, I mean, I didn't see it until you didn't within see the it last in theaters? seven or that's eight years, shocking. probably. That is insane. How did you not, do you remember why you didn't see it in theaters? Yeah. I think I just, it came out at a time that, I don't think I saw most of those movies in theaters. Like, I don't think I was going to the theater regularly probably until high school. I don't give a shit. And then it got so popular that I think it was like a thing oh, that you I was were like, like, I'm not going to cool, go see Titanic. Cool. Oh, fuck you. No. Fuck little Craig. Wow, I yeah. saw it twice in theaters. I saw it five times in theaters. I the second time I saw it, I movie hopped. I saw three movies that day. And we're moving on from <laughs> Gangs in New York. <laughs> What were the three movies we have to know? Inquiring yeah. Minds. Yeah. Three movies were Titanic, Half Baked, and Hard Rain. Oh my god, I love Hard Rain. Wow, Mini what Driver. A, what a trip. Yeah. I oh, saw that's a fun movie. That's a fun a triptych. Yeah. One day I saw when I lived in New York, me and my friend Brittany saw five movies in one day at Ooh, theaters. And would you eat? Just like movie food? Well, two of them were at the Angelica, two of them were at the, the Sunshine on Houston. Yeah. And then one was at like the Lowe's on 3rd Ave. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was, I don't remember the order of them, but we saw Bad Education, The Woodsman, Whoa. Million Dollar Baby, Heavy. Hotel Rwanda, and then, and then we went and saw, what was that movie called? The one with uh, Topher Grace and Dennis Quaid. Oh, In Good oh, Company. Oh. In Good Company. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie. So that ended the night. But Thank wow. God. Otherwise, you would not. You would yeah, it was it. a 
dark. I had a dark wrist. day. Jesus. Yeah. A three movie day one time, which was um, the Manchurian Candidate, mm-hmm. the Village, and Collateral. Ooh, wow! That's a nice little mix. Speaking of dark movies, can we talk about the penis? Yes, let's get into that in one second. But this is something we did last week, and I wanted to do it again, and then I forgot before we start talking. Is just coming back into this without rewatching anything of the five nominated movies. Um, like I know we both rewatched. I know Joe's just kind of seen stuff recently, but of the five nominated movies, kind of going in thinking about it, what did you think was going to be the one you'd be like that probably should have won Best Picture? Mm. Um, and then after we do these five movies, we'll talk about it again. Like after rewatching. All right. Well, I'm not going to tell you what I thought because I don't. I don't know that I thought anything. I don't know okay. that I have an answer to that. Because mine. Because 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 I'm going to just say what mine was because it was the hours, and I'll say that did not hold up. Okay, yeah. as my choice. So, see, I'm uh, when you just asked that question, I was thinking just looking at the list of movies, what I think was the best picture of. Uh, yeah. Those. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That's what he wants to know. Because I think, I, 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 I would have said, Gangs of New York, and then rewatching them, I have a different one. Yeah. So, I think I would have said Gangs of New York as well. Yeah, or not, maybe not the Two Towers. Towers. Maybe the Two Towers. I maybe would yeah, have I said that. About, I was about Two Towers. Too. Yeah. Maybe no. the Pianist. Actually, I want to talk about the Pianist. Let's talk about the Pianist. So I am. Uh, I have a real obsession with Bros. With, with the Holocaust. With the Holocaust. Oh, whoa. Anybody that knows me knows that about me. Okay. Uh, my mother once told me that she thought that I died in the Holocaust, and I was eight years old. She said, "I think that you died, and have been, and were reincarnated." Which is, by the way, a really heavy thing for an eight-year-old. I would to say hear. so. Yeah, and then I made a I made a diorama of, of everybody. We had to make dioramas, and I chose to make mine of Auschwitz. So, like, I <laughs> there's like a lot to unpack there. Yeah, she there's just, a lot. She time. kept it. Um, it was like one of those ones that like it's you can baby. hang it over a baby's crib. She mm, just like a diorama. Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. So I kind of so I guess the penis was on my radar for like this might this actually maybe is the best movie. And I have to say, this movie could be called Adrian Brody Looking Out of Windows, because <laughs> it's a lot of Adrian Brody Looking Out of Windows, um, and I, which I don't hate. It's a really good movie. It's very long, though, mm-hmm. and it's very, it's, what a fucking tough Particularly, watch. like, the first hour and a half, it's, like, Adrian yeah. Brody Looking Out of Windows, and then let's smash cut to, like, a man being thrown out of his wheelchair out yeah. of a third story window yes. and then like we'll go back to adrian brody do you, know, looking do out you remember what happens after that by the way to the rest of that family yeah they all get gunned down in the street yeah they run <laughs> and then they all shoot and they shoot them all yeah. no and of course we're not making light of this because all this stuff really happened no. but um it's very heavy and it's very dark and it's <laughs> and it's directed by roman polanski which and is that problematic is problematic in yeah. and of itself yeah. yeah i think that's my biggest problem with the movie <laughs> yeah but um i will say that i i I rewatched that movie uh, earlier this year, in fact, and um, and I was thinking about Adrian Brody and thinking about there's sort of that Oscar curse that we talk about sometimes, mm. which is like when you win too young, mm. um, and not really talking about like a young kid, but like sort of young into your adult. Mm-hmm. Like, what was he even in before this movie? I mean, he was in, um, I mean, I think about him in, like, like Lincoln Heights, and then um, he was in the Summer of Sam movie. 
He was in. Uh, he's in Thin Red Line. He's in Thin Red Line. He was supposed to be the, be the lead of the Thin Red Line, and he that movie was re-edited it's for Terrence Malick. Yeah, so, Jim yeah. Diesel. But um, so he had been in movies, but this was the first like whoa big thing. And I think a lot of times it's it's almost it sounds counterintuitive, but it's like better to lose. Um, and have everyone at the parties going like, you were fucking great. You yeah. were so good. Holy shit. This is yeah. going to be huge for you. Rather than you win, and it's kind of like, now what are you going to do? And yeah. also, I think the, the thing about him winning is the only thing people remember, I think, about the pianist and Adrian Brody is that he kissed Halle Berry on stage at the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Now, now you say that. Yeah, it's weird that I don't because I remember seeing this movie and it's weird I didn't remember any almost anything about it mm-hmm. other than that part where he's trying to open the can and then it the, mm. and then it, it, he drops it oh, and then man, it's so good. the guy's standing right there. He's really I, I'm surprised I remember because it's really good and he is really fucking good in it. Really, yeah, like really he start about halfway through when he's like dying of starvation. Oh, yeah. yeah, he starts and he starts doing a weird thing with his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's losing it. Yeah, he's, he's losing, losing his it. mind a yeah. little bit. And it literally was uh yeah. it was uncomfortable to yeah. watch. It was, I mean he's do I mean he, it fully makes sense that he won. He did incredible work in that movie and I wish it would have parlayed into uh, it's such a hard thing to do but like you know, when you think about people like Jennifer Lawrence or someone like mm-hmm. that who's like sort of wins young into their career, um, it's like you kind of want another movie the next year, maybe, or one after that that's like Oscar kind of worthy. And I just don't know that that necessarily happened for him. But yeah, he decided I mean, to be like the weird guy in like Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, I thought he was really good in The Village. Um, yeah. Uh, but And I think he's also um, maybe not. Smart, Allie. Um, <laughs> okay. Used to, when she first moved to LA, worked at like this motorcycle like shop, like for like parts and like just like where. And he came in. Allie, your fiance. Yeah, and he came in, and um, she said that he was maybe not really? the smartest. I don't care. So I'm wondering, but no, I'm just I saying. I'm saying that I'm not saying that sexually. that doesn't affect affect him as an actor at all necessarily, but maybe it would affect choices. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is about choice, yeah. about choosing scripts. But, yeah. But Again. yeah, those scenes with the with the German officer. Oh my God. Um, I love the third act of this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it, it is one of those, to me, like you're talking about length. For me, it's like, I feel like a movie that is going to cover so much scope as far as that time period goes. I don't mind a journey that long i mm-hmm. sort of feel like at the end of that movie even though it, i i do feel the length of it it sort of feels like an experience all lost something like schindler's list where you're like you can't make this 90 minutes like you almost need to feel like it's over and you you just went through something well, it's titanic it's, it's titanic. titanic all over again yeah you just want it's it's, it's too big it's too big to to exactly to it. Yeah. and i think that they i think at least the the journey that he that spielman goes on mm. is is at least dynamic enough that you don't feel like we're just in a concentration camp for three hours or whatever. It's like you're getting so many different characters coming in out of his life. Then that third act where he's like, it's like a whole other movie, honestly. It feels like, and then he's, you know, he's like, wants to play the piano so bad he's, when he's in the playing. thing, he's miming playing the piano because yeah. he can't make noise. Yeah, that is. And then he asks him to play for him. Yeah, and, oh, and he man. does. A, he and does that, a good job. And that is one thing about like even just the story is that it's so different than because you know we do we get a 
a Holocaust movie either here or a foreign one every year, yeah. every two years at the most. And the fact that it is a story that like usually the whole I feel like the whole story of the pianist we see in the first twenty minutes of a Holocaust movie where we see like you know, three minutes before everything started. Yeah. And then seven minutes in the ghetto and then we're in the camps and we're in yeah. the camps for the rest of the movie. Whereas this, like we see a lot of the ghetto experience and then we see a guy who is no able to not make it into the camps and yeah. what that meant for him. And yeah. so yeah. it's just a different a kind different of take on it. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you something, Joe. What would you say is your favorite window that Spielman looked out of? Um, would it be like in the hospital? Would it be like when he's hiding, watching like the ghetto uprising? Would it be like... I think it would be when... Yeah, I think it would be when he's um, staying with friends. Yeah. And mm-hmm. When they have him in hiding. They have him in hiding. And I like that whole scenario. I like the um yeah i like that i love those scenes actually they were very taut um the sort of the sneaking around and like he's like they have food for him but then they have to leave and it's mm-hmm. like there's and no they heat. put that other guy in charge oh, who's oh my just, god like, not bringing him food yeah like, stealing from yeah. him and stuff people are shits yeah there's a lot man a lot happens in that movie. <laughs> i like that we're like well like that, people, that's the, you know who's the shittiest person <laughs> in that movie the guy that didn't bring him food. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, that's that's also really interesting about it is because you, like, you know, obviously, like, Hitler was the worst. Like, but just he seeing, really was, like, man. but just seeing, like, these people that were, like, you know, I signed up to help these people hide and, like, not get, like, also yep. being bad. Or, yep. like, the Jews that, like, are basically, like, the capos, like, in the ghetto that are, like, the Jewish police that, yeah. like, are... It became so because, corrupt and sort yeah. of it was kind of the wild west there for a, yeah. for a while where there there was so much it's like how do how do you it, it, you it, it's not like he could get that guy in trouble yeah and you, you watch know, it and you're like well at least i know i would never be like that yeah, and but it's like you don't, but you don't everyone's taking care of themselves yeah. yeah basically i watched this movie after i watched the hours which we're talking about in a minute like literally back to back and remember the scene when they're like waiting for the trains to take them to the camps and the and the woman's like why did i do it and the they're like they're getting on she's getting on my nerves and the guy's like oh yeah she, she um, suffocated her baby she suffocated her baby i had to straight up take a pause on this movie and just i was like i yeah. need a i need a moment i need a i need a laugh i need to take a walk around the block yep. i had forgot i had completely forgotten about that part and i was like sitting there being like god i'm like getting annoyed with this woman also like yeah. i was like they really like and then you felt there. really bad yeah. right i watched that video after i paused it and i watched that video of um the cat walking to like sail and he like jumps oh, and, yeah. like a bit, and he like fails i watched that a bunch and yeah. some other funny things because i was like i need a break yeah yeah I need to take a to time out from the pianist is this still going do you think oh yeah okay yeah um You're good. yeah that was close we thought we had lost joe there for a second yeah. but he's fine um well we're got we've only got mere seconds left anyway so let's move on and talk a little bit about speaking of people staring out of windows, the hours. <laughs> How about people jumping out of windows? Uh, um, so, like I said, the hours go. Like I feel like I remember um, going back to two thousand two when I was ooh, eight years old. I guess um, <laughs> definitely not a freshman in college. Very young. Um, when I saw yeah, the hours. Young. Being like, yeah, this this is the best movie of the year, and then I rewatched it, and it's not. I I don't want to say it's bad by any means because it's not bad, but it is very much like 
hey, look at these, look at our great actresses, like, staring pensively and, like, touching their lips. And then looking down at the ground. Like, I felt like it was just, like, someone, like, um, oh, I'm going to forget the director's name. It's um, the same guy that did Billy Elliot and Extremely Loud. Stephen Daldry. Stephen mm-hmm. Daldry being, like, okay, now, now Julianne. Julianne, now look up and to the left. She's super good at that depressed <laughs> yeah. housewife. She's yeah. really got that, that yeah. depressed this her, housewife This thing was her big corn. year for it because this was Far From oh, Heaven also. also. Far From Heaven, right. Which yeah. she was nominated yeah. for. Yeah. 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 She was actually nominated for both. Wow. Supporting really? for The Hours and lead for oh, Far From Heaven. Far From Heaven. No, I haven't either because I fucking watched this movie and was like, I'm good. I yeah. think I'm good up on this type of thing. Yeah. I will tell you, I wrote, I have in my notes, I wrote down, a quote, I wanted to write a, about it all. This movie is kind of insufferable. Because <laughs> just listening to Ed Harris be like, oh, I wanted to talk about the beauty and the, yeah. know, the hours. How do I do it? The hours. I was like, how am I wasting hours of my life on this movie? Well, the More like, the other thing am is I it's, right? It seems am like, I the first person to make that joke to you? Like? <laughs> it seemed like they got these like three great actresses and then like everyone else in Hollywood was like, oh, I'll come out and shoot for two days on that movie. Yeah. Because literally it's just like, Jeff Daniels. it's just like Jeff Daniels in one scene and then it's like Tony Collette Margo in one scene. Character Margo Martin. Yeah. Mardale. All, but all these like, I think. Tony Collette, by the way, is not a different movie. Like she, the, her, like, I like me yeah. and Tony Collette, but a little, like, I was like, all right, we need to, like. Yeah, but they got that sexy kiss. Yeah, they did have that sexy kiss. Is I, everybody a lesbian in this movie? Is that what I'm to believe? Um, Everybody's a lesbian, Oh, right? yeah. I mean, everyone has, like, because, you know, Nicole Kidman is in love with Miranda Richardson. And, Who plays her sister? Yeah. Or her sister in, I don't know who she was. But I don't she know. seemed like she was in love with her, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I will say that having, this movie and The Pianist were the two that I don't think I had watched even a minute of since 2002. Yeah, definitely. And Nicole Kidman with that fake nose. I think she looks prettier. I think she looks prettier. I'm not going to say prettier, and I think but she I looks have a big nose, so much different. She does. Yeah, it really works. It yeah. looks, I think, I listen, from a, from one big nose girl to the other, <laughs> the other being like Nicole Kidman when she's wearing a prosthetic. Yeah. I thought she, I thought it was great. I loved how much her face moved. She moved her face a lot. Yeah. Um, I really did love Nicole Kidman in this movie. Yeah. I just thought that, her, that part was boring. It was just, it was just a lot, a lot of... I, I remember um, exactly where I was when I watched this movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was in the living room of my high school girlfriend's house <laughs> with her family. Oh, my God. And they were like, we're going to watch this movie called The Hours. you want to stay? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and so then we watched it, and I remember thinking, like, wow, I'm watching, like, an art house movie right now. Ugh. Like, because I don't know that... I didn't really grow up watching the, those type of movies. Right, yeah. Other than if Spielberg crossed over or right. something, or maybe a Scorsese movie. But I grew up on, like, Speed and, mm. um, you know, like, The Rock. Yeah. And uh, so mm. I, I remember feeling very, like, cultured. Mm-hmm. And, and I would bring that movie up to people even though I didn't really love it because I found it to be really depressing, I would say like, hey, have you, know you what seen movie The Hours? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, it's like Nicole Kidman and Jim Moore and Meryl Streep. <laughs> anyway, it's really good. I mean, it's dark, but it's good. And that was like my go-to 
deep cut for us. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I really like to imagine you doing that. Well, I'm glad that you got to feel, um, art, this movie got to make you feel like arty and yeah. stuff. Because it, it made me feel, I remember the, actually where I was when I saw this movie because I went with my whole family to see it. I don't know, like 2002 seems late for that to be happening, but we did. It was like Christmas break. And I remember my mom like loved it and my dad hated it. And looking back, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, my dad didn't like it either. Yeah. Yeah. He just said, God, that was freaking depressing. That was what he said. <laughs> the two things I remember most about it are, before even rewatching it, of course, is the famous, Mrs. Dalloway said she'd buy the flowers herself. And then yeah. Julianne Moore, yeah. Mrs. Dalloway said she'd buy the flowers herself. And, and then, then Meryl Streep. Yeah. I think I'll buy the flowers myself. <laughs> I rewatched the trailer for it, and it's hilarious because they like turn it into a thriller in the trailer. And at one point, they literally like do a big sound effect on um, someone cracking an egg on a bowl. It's like God. Like, oh, like, oh, oh my God! Barefoot Contessa. Um, the other thing is, I remember uh, after that that when it was like. I, I would sometimes uh, in my dorm room, if my friend like Rusty would come over or something, I would put on a ski cap and a robe and I would sit on the window ledge because <laughs> I was very thin back then. And I would just be like, humble brag. Mrs. Dalloway. <laughs> <laughs> I also and then like... I would throw myself out of the window <laughs> and bounce. I also like that in the beginning, like women in bed denotes depressed in the same way that like whenever a woman in a movie is like sick mm-hmm. they're like oh, you're preg-. like that's code for like she's pregnant yeah um so i thought about that yeah i thought about it. being in bed means you're depressed i guess yep. um i i had also forgotten until i rewatched it and this is such a tiny detail that they um remake the cake so when she's driving home and she's like by the way we'll the second cake. cake looks great why didn't you do that for the first cake <laughs> but she's like and we have what a cake for your father i was cakes? like no you don't you dumb bitch, you don't have a cake. You, don't you threw cake. it away because it looked so bad. When did she make that cake? And then how come the second time it looked great? Like, what changed? Because she was so depressed the first time, and then she wouldn't got a haircut. But she didn't get a haircut. She just didn't take a bunch of pills. That yeah. is actually a real plot. That is a real plot problem that I'm having right now. Yeah. A plot hole. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how she got to be. That should be the subject of this movie. How did Julianne Moore in the matter of an afternoon, managed to change her, her baking game. The other thing that I want to bring up since we talked about how good the nose prosthetic looked is her old age makeup was not very not good. Not good. It's like, how can you have such great makeup and then, like, Well, a nose prosthetic, that's not hard, right? Well, I mean, she looks like Virginia. Like, I went back and I looked up Virginia Woolf and Nicole Kidman looks like Virginia Woolf. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I agree with you. I didn't think that old age makeup was great. Maybe because Julianne Moore is just so pretty. So pretty. She is very beautiful. Yeah. She is, yeah. Oh, I like her. Anyway, guys, like her. the hours. It was hours long. <laughs> Do you think anyone has made that joke before? No, you're the, you're the first one. I yeah. mean, you only kind of made it earlier, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's variations on a theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. How long was it, actually? It's only two hours. I think it's the shortest of these movies. Wow. Mm. I feel like it felt like the longest. Yeah. 
feel like it's when you. I feel like we also get a little robbed because we don't get to see a full Claire Danes cry face in this movie. Oh my god! That's and she's right. like the only one that doesn't. get She a didn't cry to do at one. all, and Richard died, and she didn't cry at all. She didn't even cry when her mom was like, "None of this is worth it." Yeah. She just kind of like walks off to her room. I think I didn't even was not even paying attention at that point in the scene. I think I was folding laundry. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Should we? Uh. Should we go? Obviously, make like the most likely change and go straight to Lord of the Rings, Lord the of two towers. Actually, <laughs> that makes sense. The yeah. hours, the two towers. Yeah. So that's a rhyming Good. thing that you would go to. Yeah, there's um, old age makeup in this one as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the two towers. This is my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. It's mine too. I saw it twice in the theaters. It's the only one I saw twice in the theaters. Um, I used to. Um, Man, those Lord of the Rings movies were a treat because they all came out around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so myself and my two best friends, shout out to Steve and Jason. They're not listening to this and we don't talk anymore. <laughs> um, but they're good dudes. But they um, Christmas Eve, three years in a row, we went at like to like 9 a.m. showings mm-hmm. of the three Lord of the Rings Oh movies. my god, that's so fun. It was really, really fun. It would be like, we'd all be back in town wherever we were. Yeah. And, and we would, that was the thing. We woke up early and we went on Christmas Eve. And and so those always feel like Christmas movies to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just like such an adventure. It's just like the music comes in, the title comes in, and you're like, here we go. And I get that sensation with the Harry Potter films as well. Yeah, and those are also Christmas movies. Yes, they always 100%. came out around those times. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. I love it. I love the two towers. Can't get enough. Yeah. Um, a, it's got my, probably my favorite uh, mis- mystical character in it, Treebeard. Um, oh, God. I'm the Ents? I'm all about the Ents. Yeah, yeah the Ents oh. are the Ents. The, it's interesting watching these movies now just because CGI has just come so far even in 15 years. So, like, watching it on an airplane on an iPad, which is exactly how Peter Jackson envisioned these movies to be watched. (laughs) Um, There is stuff that it's like, there's certain things like the CGI looks really good. And then there's other things that's like, Ooh, super rubbery. Remade that now. This would look look better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's um, also some green screen uh, stands out. Yeah. Like when Mary and Pippin are riding the ends and it's just like such a clear green screen behind them. Um, But I thought it was fun. Yeah. It's a super, I don't know, it's just a super fun movie. It's hard to evaluate it. I found it really hard. I, I feel like on it's its hard own. on its own because yeah. it is so part of a, and not, it's so, it's so part of a piece, but it's also the middle piece. Yeah. It's so not the beginning. It, it's not the end. There's yeah. no beginning. There's no end. So it is very, I mean, I, I, I love it obviously, but, um, I thought I, it was hard. It's just hard for me to think of it as like the best picture of that year. Spoiler yeah, right. alert! Just because I'm like, it's not a complete. Yeah. Although it does have that part where Legolas jumps on the horse and he's like, oh. yeah, which it goes is one up. of the like, coolest things in oh, the world. That's very so cool. That like moves it like up into the discussion. And now I we think. know what that guy's penis looks like. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Legolas, not not Orlando Bloom, no, not the actual <laughs> Legolas. No. Orlando Bloom, that would be violating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knowing what a fictional character's <laughs> penis looks like. Yeah, it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like they uh, those movies were so fun when they got, got into battle sequences. Yeah. Because Legolas, you're like, he's going to do something cool. Right. You knew at home, Steve, he was going to do something yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. And that's like one of the best battle. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And watching Helm's Deep, it's also like, and of course, like, the whole reason, like, not that, that, that it exists, but like that the TV show got an option in the first place is like, 
watching Helm's Deep in particular, like, oh, this is like every major Game of Thrones battle. Like, yep. it's taking something from how Peter yep. Jackson yes. did Helm's Deep. The choreography yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it reminds me of Hard Home. That, 100%. That, yeah. That part. It's just like right. masses of swarming and everything. It's It looks yeah. great. I remember watching, I remember when that came out. And the Battle of the Bastards, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when that movie came out and like they did like an hbo like first look you know they they mm-hmm. i'm sure they still do these oh, yeah. yeah and they talked about how um the way that they cgi'd the orcs like massing the wall that was like unlike anything they had ever anything cgi had ever done before because they engineered it whatever so that it's each orc they they did each one individually oh, basically different yeah a different path yeah. so it goes differently every time yeah. so that you could run the simulation or whatever and it would look kind of different every yeah. time or whatever it was and now i'm sure everyone uses that for sure for sure i i know that to be true because i <laughs> work in graphics yes. <laughs> yeah 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 for you sure. work you work in new zealand most of the year so like that's only when you're here I would like to go to New Zealand. Me too. It's yeah, supposed to be great. great. My parents went. They said everyone's very nice. Do you know that there are more sheep than people in New Zealand? That is a statistic that I heard that could be totally true. Not true because I have not checked it. I feel like it's probably so true. Long, it's though. very yeah. need to knock me out. Yeah. Yeah, you lose a day. Like like if you we left right now for New Zealand, like we would never there'd there? never be a Monday. Like oh, we yeah. would get there on oh, Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and wait, I don't want to go there that bad. Can we talk about Liv Tyler? Of course, we can she always talk about Liv Tyler. Luminous, Liv, fucking Tyler, incredible, <laughs> huge crush, huge fan. That thing you do, I love that movie. Come on, Come on damn the man, yeah, she is save the, the empire. Shades, oh, she is something yeah. else. She is something. Else. She's. So... I can. I. I understand why. Like, like you know, like Vigo, like every single time, like he has a second to himself. He's yeah. just like imagining this elfin woman of course yeah. yeah 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 i just want to live in that i just think she's great i think she's great too i'm really glad you you yeah. did how does she get that skin i don't know i think it's just i think she's like i think it's just genetic it's not from her father no, though because i've <laughs> seen him in person it and his mom. skin is like um like parchment right. paper that's yeah. caught on fire. Yeah. Oh, right. We yeah. age like a book report. In <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the word we're looking for here is crepey. Like, it's he like it, real cra- he's a real crepe. It's like if you put a book report on a refrigerator and then Indiana Jones hid in that refrigerator <laughs> and a <laughs> nuclear <laughs> bomb went off. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, but yeah. she looks great. She, she looks but amazing. She looks and and um, she speaks Elvish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always thought that would be so hard. Yeah. Like oh, any yeah. movie to like this where you have to learn a fake language. Fake language. Well, it's like that in, in Game of Thrones. Game of too. Thrones and Star Trek. Yeah. I feel yeah. that way about Chinese. I know that's bad to say. <laughs> that's a real Chinese. language. That also a, seems hard to learn. Yes. I had a roommate, a good friend of mine, shout out Laura Tam, is... She's uh, not listening to this. We don't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she actually... Yeah, she I, might no, be. we like Laura Tam. I uh, hope she's listening. Hey, Laura. Um, but she's like... This is really this is gonna be really bad and racist because I don't know what, <laughs> what it I don't know if it's, it's Mandarin bad. I don't know if it's I don't know what the language is but her mom speaks it fluently and she speaks that to her on the phone oh, with her wow. mom and I would always be like I think you're just fucking with me I think you're just it's just random sounds that you're making and then I would say I'm not gonna do it here but then I would say something and what I thought she sounded like yours problematic and I'd say did I just say something yeah yours problematic as Rowan Plansky. 
Yeah, I am. That's bad. Yeah. I, I may as well be raping 14-year-old girls. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he did, right? Yes. Yeah. Oof. Statutory rape. Yeah. And Tough. sodomy. <laughs> two towers. <laughs> <Peter. laughs> we should point out, speaking of the two towers, um, that I feel like this was a theme in a lot of movies this year. Is this was the first full movie year after 9-11. So, like, yeah, you have right. that last shot of Gangs in New York that shows the Twin Towers. I yeah. feel like there was, like, a lot of depression in the movies, partially because that's kind of what the, times. the state, United States were coming yeah. out of. Thanks so. for thanks for bringing us back there. That that makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, thanks for keeping it real. We gotta, we gotta just live the with... two towers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Let that <laughs> sink in. Yeah. I'm sure there were... There wasn't, uh, I, I'm so glad there wasn't like, it was like Slate or something around back then. Like there would have been so many like oh just like big pieces. Right. Like, so many. <laughs> what right. does the two towers mean about yeah. our two towers? Sauron. Is he Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, have you guys been to uh, Cheesecake Factory lately? Not lately. No. Yes. Okay. Always. There was an amazing, did you guys see that Twitter thread that, w- that was happening like last month that it was this guy like just fully breaking down everything there is to see and experience about Cheesecake Factory and how like weird the aesthetics are yes. and everything. Yes. And he pointed out that they have these like eye of Sauron like pieces that are above the booths. And now I can't unsee them. And I went inside and I was like, wow, they literally look, it's like these weird, like, please, if you're, Oh my God, you, I know exactly what you're talking you have about. have the means, visit your local Cheesecake Factory. Because they're not cheap. They're not the cheap. Eye of There's several of them. Can we talk about how confusing, and this is really on Tolkien, it's not on the movie's fault, but how confusing it is that the characters are like, there's like the Eye of Sauron, and then there's Saruman. Yeah, yeah, that's like, come on, real, bro. Yeah. Tolkien really screwed the pooch on that. Yeah. Like, I, ju- I will you could say. Ju- just like give it a different first letter. Yes, yeah. anything. Make it Modamon or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, why would they make them exactly? And then, yeah. and I mean, I get that they're brothers, but like, yeah. Baramir, Boromir, like you couldn't come up with. Yeah, some... yeah, it became a little. I remember having because I didn't read the books, and when they would speak quickly, sometimes I would be like, "Wait, who are they?" <laughs> are we talking about Christopher Lee? Or are we talking about the CGI lava eye? Uh, yeah, sky. Yeah. yeah, that was hard to wrap my head around too. It's always been hard. Yeah, what is he? What is his? What is the end game? He just wants to. He wants to rule, but he's like, he doesn't even have a body. The other thing that was weird going back and watching this is that. Um, Jonathan Reese Davies, like, is just like, it's just all comic relief. <laughs> it's just like, like all this like super heavy like actiony stuff happening, and then all of a sudden it's like a dwarf joke. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And the, the the thing he has with like Legolas, where he's like, "Who will kill more people or whatever?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh, that's two. And Legolas is like, "I have three hundred and twenty, or I think he's look. Yeah. I'm fine. But... I, all of this is great. I'm all again as somebody who watched the hours and the pianist back to back. I was like, any joke that they want to give me, I'm gonna take. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah take basically, just like shoehorned a buddy comedy into <laughs> the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Fantasy. Yeah, it's yeah. like forty eight, another forty eight hours in Middle Earth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guess let's let's play a game of guess who I have a crush on in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Oh, let's see. We who know Megan's type? type. So wait, I'm gonna your say. Type? Oh wait. Megan's a chubby chaser. Okay. You like the chubs. Well, I mean, I like sweet. I like little. I like little bears. Okay. I yeah. like bear. Like a little. So that means that you like. 
Guys, this should be obvious. Is it Jonathan Reese Myers? No. <laughs> or not Jonathan Reese Myers. It's Jonathan Reese Myers. He is in this movie. He plays Henry Tudor. Guys. Um, Rudy. Oh, oh Rudy. Sean Aston, of course. Rudy. Can I say, like, those I love uh, scenes are not the best acted scenes in the movie? The, I won't the hear Elijah it. I won't Wood, hear it. Sean Aston. I won't hear it from you. Back I won't forth. hear of it. I will not hear it. Let's just say it's not. I let's just leave it at that. It's not Meryl Streep Ed Harris. <laughs> well, because there's not enough lip touching for That's you. That's right. Well, they're not touching their goddamn lips enough. Uh, we didn't even talk about. I mean, we got to move on, and we didn't even talk about Gollum. Oh wow! Yeah. Or or Smeagol for that matter. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie, guys. Amazing Everybody movie. knows it. Yeah, it's good. Who doesn't like two hours? So let's go. Uh, let's move on then to. 2002's Academy Award winner for Best Picture, Chicago. Chicago. Five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) This fucking movie. I feel like this movie has maybe been on television or something, and I have just watched like at some point in my life. I it must have been maybe they played it like at NYU, like on you know there was like the movie channel there, Mm -hmm. and I think maybe that's what happened. And like I have seen like pieces of this movie a thousand times and it is exhausting every moment of it is so tiring and i i've seen a stage play and it's it's good it's was never my favorite and i don't know i don't know what to say about chicago that hasn't already been said guys counterpoint chicago is delightful (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) what i think it is probably the best movie musical of the last 15 years. No. Wow. No. What do you, you think's better? You bite your tongue. You bite Chicago. your tongue. Chicago. What's better? I think La La Land's better. Oh my God. Yeah, you I do. You bite your tongue until it comes off and you nope. choke on your own blood. Won't. <laughs> Won't. Won't. I no, may Chicago's even say delightful. that Les Rob is better. No. You're, uh, you're. This... I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going to. Um, you keep going. <laughs> here's the thing. Chicago. Uh, Renee Zellweger is good in this movie everybody else is great in this movie Catherine Zeta-Jones I do like Catherine Zeta-Jones is great in this Richard Gere great in this Queen Latifah great John C. Riley, great Christine Baranski thank you very much great everyone's so good in this movie also um, <laughs> this is a new segment I'm starting called hey that guy's in the wire Dominic West <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> plays to. Fred Casely you need to yeah. not you, I'm, I'm begging you to stop this segment yeah. Because it's making me nerdier by by uh, osmosis, and it's um, not. I want to okay. know what our guest has to say about Chicago, so he can break this little. Oh, okay. by the way, Moulin Rouge, another better, another better musical. Um, I believe Moulin Rouge was the year before this. Yeah, but you said in the last like fifteen years. So this would be fifteen years oh, going back shut, to two thousand and two. Oh, but this is it. also better than Moulin Rouge. Oh God. Okay, I don't have a strong opinion about Chicago. <laughs> Ooh. So I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, it's not my favorite. I do agree. I think the performances are strong. I think I think it was interesting watching it years after it initially came out because it got so much... Like, Moulin Rouge feels like its own thing because mm-hmm. it was sort of the first big foray into, like, a jukebox musical. Yeah. Um, and I loved Moulin Rouge. I saw it four times in theaters. I connected to a time in my life where I had a crush on a senior in high school. I was a freshman. And so when I think about that movie, like I'm Christian and 
she's Satine and <laughs> we'll never be together. Well, but she did because she, she died. She died of consumption. She, yeah, she yeah. died of consumption. Um, <laughs> that is in, in my pro, arms, at, in fact. At, oh, at yeah. prom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost we, as dark as the hours. We finished our last dance and then she coughed into a kerchief and it was there was blood. <laughs> and, and that's how you can tell. That's yeah, the telltale. That's you know. Yeah. So, um, so comparing it to something like Moulin Rouge, I feel like I it was a the first new wave of like big Broadway movie musicals mm-hmm. and rightfully I feel like it got a lot of attention because of that I in my opinion I think that's why it won best picture sure um was all of that sort of energy um like look what we can do we can make a big musical and I think it was great but it didn't um it wasn't my favorite movie of that year yeah um I just think some of the numbers are directed so well like I love yeah. he both reached they both reach for the gun. Mm-hmm. I think it's terrific. Uh, I think Sublock Tango is great. I think that the cut back and forth when um, the Hungarian mm-hmm. hangs, mm-hmm. when it's going back and forth between like the stage version of it and the actual version yeah. is great. Um, I think Rob Marshall uh, usually directs too much, and I think this was kind of like the perfect it was edited really thing well. for him. Yeah. It was yeah. And I liked like conceptually, I like yeah, I liked how it looked um and i do it's okay here's an interesting question cast this movie now Ooh. oh god this is fun let's see um, i mean i'll tell you who would not be in it and that is renee zellweger well of course well, not. yeah that's so everybody's got to be younger the yeah. would, i feel like i feel like it's going to be younger but i feel like channing tatum mm-hmm. oh is your you know Billy who Flynn. Would, you okay. know who would be yeah. i feel like who would be renee zellweger's part is like anna kendrick Interesting. Oh, interesting. She'd definitely be up for it. Yeah. yeah. I would um, think someone like Emma Stone would definitely be up for it. Too. Yeah. 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 Coming yeah. off of I think the two of them together would be. I think I see Emma Stone as uh, Catherine Zeta Jones's part. I'm wondering oh, though, so. I feel like they would be up. I could see Kristen her Bell. definitely doing that. Yeah. Um, Kristen Bell would be another person. I feel like all of them are Roxy's though. And I don't know, like, I just don't see, I'm not that any of them couldn't do it. I just don't know that any of them would be the choice for Velma. Velma. I feel yeah, like Velma's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It I would... thought the sound mixing in this was good, I guess. Yeah. Really sound editing. Sound yeah. Um, that's interesting. That's a really interesting question. Who would be, who would be Amos? Who um, would be, um, ooh, ooh. Okay, so how old does he have to be? He probably should be a little older. Yeah. But he doesn't have to be old. Like late 30s is, I think, I would say like late 30s would be fine if you're casting, or like mid to late 30s if you're casting like an Emma Stone or... Yeah. Wait, I know I could think of someone. It would have to be... Oh, it would, you know, it would probably be Josh Gad. Oh, oh that is exactly who it would be. <laughs> oh, no. Ugh. Right. Another reason I'm not going to see the remake of Chicago. No, thank you. Also, Beauty and the Beast, though, by the way, better movie musical than Chicago. Oh, I think so. Megan. Yep, I do. And also, I might also even Rob the Marshall? Who did Beauty and the Beast? He might have done Beauty and the Beast. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I'm not, I sort of, I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm, I'm, being harder against it because it won. I'm. I think I'm more on Joe's side with it. I don't have super strong opinions about right. it. I just feel like I've seen it a lot. And then I remember when it came out, and everybody was like, every 
girl in my school was like, cell block tango. We're all going to yeah. like lip sync to the cell block tango. And right. I was like, I think Ugh. growing up as theater kids too. It was yeah. just like, yeah. Yes. Felt like, oh, maybe we can all identify with. I'm like, can we do Chicago next year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we wanted that to be the musical. Yeah. My friend Greg always wanted to do, so we had, um, in Texas, we do a one act play festival. That's like competition. Um, and he always wanted to do Chicago. That was what he wanted to do. Not the musical version. Oh. He wanted to, he either wanted to do it, I think, without the songs or go back and do the play that the musical's based on. Interesting. Yeah. We didn't do it. So good story. Yeah. Wow. Thank, cool story. Thank you. Can we move on? I want to talk about another movie. Well, let's talk about before we go to the other movies. Now, of these five nominees, if you had to, if you were the sole person choosing the best picture of two thousand two, like the two thousand three ceremony, who would your selection be? I will go first, and I'm going to tell you that I really wasn't sure going into this. I had some front runners, and I think it's close. I think it's like a close run for me, but in the end, I think Gangs of New York is my pick. I think it's kind of a perfect movie, and I enjoyed the shit out of myself watching it again. Um, so, and that is to say, like, as like the pianist again, the Roman Polanski thing, and also just because it was like such a dark thing, um, I didn't enjoy myself as much. I think it's also an amazing movie, but I really think I just from top to bottom, from the from moment one with the bla- with the shaving to the to the very end with the music comes in mm. and and you see the New York skyline change, like that is an epic movie, and that's again we talked about this with Titanic last last week. Um, I that's what I want in my my best picture winners something epic Joe. i'm gonna piggyback on that and say i also think gangs of new york okay um, i i think that that would win most years um the type of movie it is the scope of it the performances within it the writing the cinematography it's kind of all there and i think in a lot of ways it was like when departed one it felt like an accumulation of previous movies yes. that also could have won. Yes. Yes. Um, that they were giving, they were doing that old yeah. thing where they're like, this is for you exactly. for a lot of It's stuff. like Al Pacino winning for Scent of a Woman yeah. right? instead of like every other movie he's ever been in. Yeah. It felt like that yeah. for me. So I would give it to Gangs. I think that I would give it to Ugh, please don't. Chicago. No! Oh, I knew it. Yeah. I knew what? it. I think in Close Runner Up or Everything But The Hours. But I think I would give it to Chicago. And, uh, but I will say, I think Chicago probably yeah. won based on what we said. Like, yeah. that the world was right. also coming off of 9-11. And it was, like, the musical and everything else was, like, super dour. Yeah. And, like, Heavy. people die in the end. And then the two towers was just the middle of the story. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Chicago? Of, of the nominees. Okay. That would not be my pick for the, the best movie of the year. So... With that in mind, Joe, did you have another movie you want to talk about from two? I would like to talk about a little film called Catch Me If You uh, Can. Oh, I knew great. somebody would want to talk about this. Uh, Perfect. This I'll tell you, I rewatched like five other movies from this year because I was having a really hard time deciding, and that is not one I rewatched, but I find it delightful. It's very it's just not, it's a two mice. Yeah. Movie. Two mice. Do you know what I'm doing right now? Oh, of course. Two mice. Is it two mice? Have you said Amy? It, uh, you're doing Amy Adams. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I love this movie. Yeah. 
Um, it's, I just, I mean, I could literally do a whole podcast talking about how, what I love about this movie. I, I, the performances I just think are tremendous. I think the relationship between, um, Abigail Jr. and Sr., between, um, Abigail and Tom Hanks' character, who I can't remember his name right now, um, it's like, there's so much, there's so many layers. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. genius and and they like needed each other yeah i felt like he captured that so well i i I love the time period i love the scope of it i love how much story we get um i think leo is really good i think leo's better in this movie than he is oh by far i think that's i think that's probably fine i mean you know i love him in anything yeah oh he's so i think i think leo is at times a great actor and most of the time, a very good actor. And I think this is one of his great performances. I agree with you completely. I, there are certain moments that stick out where you 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 feel for him so much that ultimately all he's doing is trying to get his parents back together. And he's like yeah. a grown man at sort of the end of the movie. But he's like this this um, perpetual lying. and But it, it's all just wanting acceptance, wanting this family that he never had. And those scenes are heartbreaking when when he's with Amy Adams' character and they they get married. They go they're at their her family home and you you have Martin Sheen and his wife like dancing in the kitchen yeah. and he's staring at them and and then and then you get the scenes with Walken. I mean the scene with Walken at the diner when he tells him when Walken tells uh, DiCaprio that like she won't see me, she won't talk to me, your mm. mom, you know, and he can't wrap his head around it yeah he's like what do you mean like call her call her right now he takes money out of his pocket go call her right now it's it's just oh it's heartbreaking and walking one right Didn't no he, he didn't win guys this is the second incorrect best supporting actor guest we've had Holy during this shit. podcast wait i i know we'll who talk won. about who won because we're going to okay. talk about the movie in a minute. oh well, we yeah. should have won oh i know who won I know who won. I'll, t- I'll say there were a lot of great supporting actor performances, but I think the person who won should have won because we'll get to that in a minute. Catch me yeah. if you can is great, and yes. I like where we're. I like where I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at. Um, it's a fun romp. Uh, I watched. I rewatched because I had not seen it since it came out. I rewatched Adaptation. Chris Ooh. Cooper won. Chris That's Cooper right. did win. Yes. Boom! Yeah. Boom! He's boom! Good. In the room! 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 <laughs> um, so I watched Adaptation. Um, I remember when I first saw this movie and I was, I like was not, talk about like when you're watching like an art movie and you're like, whatever, this was a movie that I could not wrap my brain around. Mm -hmm. Like the, that, you know, like what, eight year old me or whatever (laughs) could not, I just couldn't get my hands on it. Couldn't lay eyes on it. It was like looking at the sun. Mm-hmm. Um and rewatching it now, I still sort of felt that way. Like I, we ta- like I said I like researched like stuff from gangs of New York. I looked up so much shit about the orchid thief mm-hmm. and fucking Charlie Kaufman and I asked Maddie like eight times I was like, "So like uh Donald's not real, right? That's not a real person." Um, and he was like, no, he died, he died in the Everglades. He died in the Everglades. I literally, <laughs> there was a lot of confusion on, on my part, even the second time around. But it's, um, the thing for me is it's so, it was so fucking funny. Like yeah. I, it's such a laugh out loud, like so funny. And it's also 
interesting that like the you know maybe it's because he's playing a real person but Nicolas Cage is this is like another crazy role but he doesn't go full Cage with it and it is such a great performance and he didn't win I I don't even know if he was nominated he was nominated he was not didn't win he is so good in this movie and so like so funny Mm -hmm. so funny and um and Meryl again again another Meryl Streep Chris Cooper I um, think this is maybe Meryl Streep's best performance in like the last twenty years. Wow! That's, Rewatching this movie, like I think she's so good in this. She is really good. She is really good. I don't, I don't know if I go that far, but she's she's quite good. You're a big Iron Lady. I'm a big Iron Lady fan. I can but think about this. Yeah, things, okay? it was twenty years. Yeah, I'm like when when was Bridges of Madison County? Mm-hmm. That was like thirty years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. August Osage County. I don't know if that she that wasn't that great. Yeah. Anyway, point is. Um, it's a really fun, it's a really fun movie and it makes sense that it didn't win an Oscar because, um, Oscars don't love comedies, I guess. And it's weird. And it's very weird. But in such a great, like I hadn't, I think I'd watched parts of this movie like on and off, like, but I don't think I'd watched it from beginning to end since I saw it in theaters and I loved it. Like, I think it's like, it, it loses traction a little bit, like, I think at the end, like, it all works with, like, the story he's telling, but when it gets into, like, how the, he talks about he doesn't write action movies, and then it turns into, like, into this action, action movie. movie. It's a little bit yeah. on that, and it's, a, and again, it's a little bit, like, yeah, that was the part where I was like, wait, what is happening? I have to look this up, because yeah. that's when it really goes away from But just, like, reality. Meryl Streep and Chris Cooper making the dial tone. Oh, my God. And... Watching Meryl <laughs> Streep be high is such a delight. Yeah. I could watch her be high... They say people say you can watch like her read the phone book. Like I can watch her be high yeah. all day or day. And this is like what you were saying about Nick Cage. Like I think this is Nick Cage's best performance I think so in a too. movie. Like even in Leaving Las Vegas that he won the Oscar for, there's a lot of stuff that's like very like high octane. Like, yes, Nick over Cage the moments. top and uh, um, and like. I mean, obviously, his second best performance is Face Off, but um, I mean, I would say his best performance. <laughs> I want to take it take it back to The Rock, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking about that. Um, why didn't he? So why did he go? It sucks that he like really became and it's yeah went full. Well, he didn't pay taxes morphed. for so long, and then he just had to make all these movies. And yeah, had to kind of take everything that came his way to try and pay his back taxes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, angry. I think adaptation is so good. Like per, the first, you know, hour and ten minutes or whatever, I think is basically perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Was it. Just enjoyable. Um. So I rewatched adaptation because I knew Megan was going to talk about that, and then. I rewatched three other things that we won't. I won't really talk about. Aren't going to be the one I'm going to bring up. But I rewatched Far from Heaven. I rewatched Road to Perdition. Oh, Ooh. I love. I do like that movie. Yeah, which that Road to Perdition. Watching it um, again, just really briefly, is still great, but on, in a more pulpy way. It's kind of like Joe and I. Joe last year and I went and saw uh, Live by Night. Yeah. Um, and saw Ben Affleck do a Q&A afterwards. And Road to Perdition is what Ben Affleck wanted Live by Night to do. That's right. Did not yeah. work out for him. You're now. absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. It's basically, it's almost the same story. Like, yeah. <laughs> in You're a way. Right. Like, um, but, and then I rewatched Punch Drunk Love, Ooh. which is also just great. Um, but the one... I actually don't like that movie, side, Sidebar. Oh. That's the one P.T. Anderson I'm not a big fan Ooh, of. I'd rewatch it makes that. me uncomfortable to watch it, I think, Oh, maybe, yeah, it's definitely uncomfortable. Is I just love him, like, kicking the glass in. Um, but the movie I'm going to bring up, and I don't know if you 
if you guys have seen it or not, uh, is City of God, oh. which I rewatched today. I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah. Um, it's so good. It's so <laughs> fucking um, I have not seen that since it came out. And yeah. I'm, now, I'm, now you're talking about it? Because I didn't realize that you were going to bring that in. Yeah. I want to rewatch that right now. I yeah. Seen it. Guys, oh. let's pause the recording and rewatch it. <laughs> Fuck Joe. Um, it's really good. Yeah. It's just a great, depressing, like, it's all about the, basically, it takes place in the slums of Rio de Janeiro. The favelas. Like, uh, I don't know what to say other than it's, it's a great film. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's almost like. Say it's like almost like a. It's design. crazy. It's crazy because I went back and I was like, "Well, I know Fernando Morales, who direct, directed that. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, did The Constant Gardener, which is another movie I mm-hmm. loved. And then I know he did Blindness, which I know totally bombed. And I never even saw. And yeah. that's he hasn't done anything else here. Everything else he's directed is just in Brazil. Weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's just a personal choice or if just Blindness didn't go well and Hollywood's yeah. like we're done with you because he's a really good director. So. Yeah. So I was like. What's yeah, got coming up? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a, a city of God is another like really dark, like it's like yeah. it's, it's a tough situation in the whole movie, but it's it's great and everybody in it is great and it's I remember really loving that movie and now I want to go watch it. Yeah, and it's this it's they do something interesting. I'm sure like depending like you may know, but like they tell the whole story and then at the end like you find out it's like based on a true story. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a scene that's like exactly from like a news broadcast, but in it you think it's just like. I thought it, I didn't even remember that. Like right. I thought that's it was why I said I was like, well, it's it's it. I thought the whole thing was fictional. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. No. But <laughs> no, this so... is just based on a true story. It's well. like imagine like it's like you remember like Fast Fast Five, like Fast and Furious Five. Yeah, that's it's, those that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. You remember how like yeah, it takes place there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like Fast Five. <laughs> yeah. Right. Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slightly not Fewer quite as many races. car chases. Yeah. yeah. Fewer okay. car chases. Yeah, yeah, But pretty much the same, except in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got to read it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then I guess we come to the point now that based on kind of all the movies we've talked about now, if you could give the Best Picture Oscar for 2002 to any film that was released in 2002, does it change? Mine doesn't. So you still say Gangs of New York? I'm gonna. I loved. I thought adaptation was great. I think it is really good. Um, I still stick with Gangs of New York. It's a. It's a great movie. Yeah, I think best picture. It goes to Gangs of New York. Favorite movie. Catch me if you can. That's a very interesting distinction, and I understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give my best picture to adaptation. Wow. But. Interesting. Two out of three. So now, two thousand two, the new best picture winner is Gangs of New York. So we did, did ninety seven. We found out the actual best picture was Boogie Nights, and not Titanic. Ugh, wrong. Two out of three. Wrong. And then now we have Gangs of New York. Scorsese probably wins best director then if Gangs of New York wins best picture. You mean think so. which Martin means yeah, which means easy. maybe he doesn't win for The Departed. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. Quaron wins for Children of Men. Oh my God, you guys! I don't think he was a, even nominated. There's wow. what a what a yeah. what a weird idea that there's a whole other timeline out there. Really yeah. who knows yeah. what who knows what would have happened. Yeah, well, I was going to say Ray Fines wins for Schindler's over Tommy yeah. Lee Jones and the Fugitive. Yeah, yeah, that would be 
then Ray Fiennes has an Oscar. I, I do not want to. I'll tell you what. I don't want to live in the parallel universe where the hours wins. Best no. Picture. I really, and we get like eight more versions of the hours over the next. <laughs> yeah. Couple it's of just years. like it's just like a big actress playing like Sylvia Plath, and, and then they like, have different different like, prosthetics like attached. Yeah. Like somebody has like a giant giant yeah. ears. Somebody. Yeah, it's like Sharon Stone playing Sylvia Plath, and then like. <laughs> With a prosthetic, like, like uh, in like third, the, it's like in, in the late sixties. It's like someone playing like a wild child. Like, I don't need it. I don't need it, and I don't want it. Yeah. Um. So, Joe, the way I like to, uh, and we're really looking forward to doing this when we get into next year. Just kind of go from the beginning of the year through. But, uh, what right now of the movies you've seen this year? Yeah. Joe's a big movie goer. Would you say would be your best picture winner of what you've seen? I obviously oh. there's probably like five or six things that are still to come that you yeah. haven't seen yet. but We should give you a heads up on this. Yeah. Um, it's hard to think of on the spot. Yeah, I'm you don't want to think, go first. I'm trying to think. Yeah, maybe you, someone else goes first. Do you want to go? I'll go because I really have one that – because I feel very strongly about a movie that I saw by myself in the middle of the day. Which is how I see everyone. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. And I um, – like in an almost empty theater and I like sob cried through the last – 10 minutes like okay. to the point where i was like i'm gonna i might have to leave i'm, I'm gonna i'm embarrassing and i'm taking a, mm-hmm. like i'm i'm embarrassing myself in front of the five other people here and that is the florida project okay okay it is a beautiful movie it is amazingly well done the little girl in it is great and um the and then willem defoe's amazing and then i found out that the main the the little girl's mom the like main adult actress in it uh, was discovered by the director on Instagram, and then I wanted to kill myself. You like wanted a to sob even bit. more, and I and I almost changed my opinion on the movie. But then I was like, nope, the movie's too good. It's even yeah. though her performance is she's an Instagram star. Clearly, uh, the movie is too good. It is amazing, and I loved it. Interesting. Okay. I also saw the Florida Project and I really liked it a lot, but my choice is going to be a different one. Um, I'm checking my my um, purchases from past movies I've gone to um, because I've seen a lot of movies in the last couple of months. But um, I'm going to say The Snowman. I'm just um, <laughs> We gave you all the clues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that marketing campaign is fucking wow. frightening. Wow. Um, yeah, the lead character's name is Harry Hole. <laughs> I would say that um, I would I think I would give it to um, Lady Bird. Um, I loved Lady Bird. I just hit my mic. Sorry. Um, I thought it was uh, just a beautiful, thoughtful, funny, heartbreaking picture of um, sort of a. a coming of age but also middle class life uh mother daughter relationship um what it is to dream of like what what your life could be versus what you have and and I thought they uh, Greta Gerwig a future directorial debut uh, to me I thought it was basically a perfect movie and it made it okay to like Dave Matthews again which is yeah can't be undersold. And, and, um, the, the, yeah, I mean, it took place in 2002. Um, and I graduated high school in 2004. And so it was just, it really hit me in all the ways. And I'm from Sacramento. 
Um, so it was really cool to see a movie um, shot, not only shoot there, but um, actually show what th that city is like in a way that is um, charming and positive. And, uh, and yeah, it's just wrecked me. I thought Laurie Metcalf was unbelievable. I think Saoirse Ronan is tremendous. Um, I thought the casting was genius and the writing was amazing. Mine is also Lady Bird. I knew that. Um, yes. I just, from basically the moment the movie started, I just had a smile on my face. Yeah. Like, even when I was, like, crying at moments in the say, movie, I was just... Cry. There was a couple yeah, of cry times. I was just, like, so delighted to be at the movie. And yeah. I can't remember the last time I felt that way about, like, the entire time I was at a movie that I was just, like, I'm very glad I'm here yeah. watching this movie. Because I go and see it. Joe does also. We both see a ton of movies. And there's always a ton of movies a year I like, and there's a few that I... I mean, I would say there's very rarely a time that, like, I hate something. Yeah. But, like, there's also very rarely a time that I'm just sitting there like, yes. Just delighted. I'm so yeah. glad I'm here spending time with these people in yeah. this story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, mine as of right now is also... Ladybird. I can't. I can't quibble. I can't quibble. Yeah. That was. A, it was. A, it's a very. It's a very good yeah. movie. It's um, gonna be interesting to see what happens yeah. with yes. the Oscar noms because I think a lot of the the stuff that was like hyped like early on for being like these are gonna be the win like these are definitely like Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. It's like what? No. Well, it looked like also this year, like eight months into the year, I was like, this is a bad movie year. Yeah. This yeah. is not good, and all of a sudden, like. Obviously, like the Oscar movies always come out later in the year, but usually we get like dribs and drabs of things early. Even in the like year. Detroit came and went. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it seems like it seems like all like this year. There's like because I feel like, I mean, I see movies all the time, and there's still like five or six movies that are probably going to be Best Picture nominees, or like if there were ten, would be in the ten that I have still not seen. Yeah, there's a few I haven't yeah. seen so, either. Um, Joe, do you have anything you want to plug? before we sign off um oh gosh if you're if if you're out there listening and <laughs> oh they are joe and, and they're listening and you want to you're like who, who's that guy i want to know i want to know more you know i, I want to know more i would say um we just met and yeah, i want to know more i would say follow me on the instagram which is just at joe gillette and um and that's my twitter too but uh, yeah like craig mentioned i have a short film that is um we're waiting to hear back on some festivals and stuff but on my Instagram, you can go to the website and watch the trailer and stuff if you if you feel so inclined. Joe, can we find that? Can we find that Southwest? That sweet Southwest. So, Southwest. Just Google Southwest bank robbery, and it should pop up. Okay. And that's me. I didn't I didn't say this earlier, and he's been more focusing on the acting writing. But Joe's also an amazing singer songwriter. Oh, bless you. So he's got some EPs that's that right. you can uh, find on iTunes. That's um, right. I suggest them. He's it's uh I would I would describe it as Damien Rice esque. Oh, thank um, you. That's yeah. uh, high praise. Um, yeah, shows. High I've praise. been to many of his many of his shows. Yeah. Great, great singer songwriter. It's my inability to mimic Damien Rice that makes my sound my sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Megan, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not at this time. Let's let's keep it. And also, it's uh, but my Instagram is Murphy Megan. It's my name, but inverted. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Craig Jorzak and at Twitter. And we are going to have, I created Twitter for our podcast day. Did you? So it's just Who the Oscar, at the Oscar should. Because oh, so you can happy that only have up to 15. So yeah. I just cut it off right you there. Just cut it off. Um, if you like this podcast, hey, 
Uh, share it with your friends. Rate and review on iTunes. All those things they say on real podcasts people listen to. Um, I guess that's it. Um, for My dad told me to say uh, to stop saying fuck so much. Do you think I, I did that? I thought you did a pretty good job this week until just now. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuckity fuck. You keep fucks. saying it. I yeah. know. Sorry, Mike. Till next time. See you later, guys.